For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, Raider Nation, and welcome to another edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast, Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Dennis Ackerman. The Raiders saw their three-game winning streak go by the wayside as they lost a heartbreaker to the Kansas City Chiefs. 35-31. The silver and black trail the Chiefs by three games now in the AFC West. And with six contests left in the season, at this point, the Raiders are realistically looking at a wild card spot. And right now, they're the seventh seed. Baltimore and Miami have identical six and four records, but the Raiders own the tiebreaker with both teams. I mean, as you know, this was a really tough loss because the Raiders had a three-point lead with a minute 43 left to go in the game. But unfortunately, Patrick Mahomes was on the other sideline, and he calmly led the Chiefs right down the field and hit a wide-open, and I mean wide-open, Travis Kelsey for the game-winning touchdown. Now, from the replays, it looked like a blown zone coverage that Kelsey was wide open. It appeared as though safety Jonathan Abram crept too far in as Patrick Mahomes began to scramble. And that left Kelsey wide open in the end zone for six. I mean, you could see the frustration from the body language of Damon Arnett's on those replays. Overall, the scoring drive took seven plays. It covered 75 yards in a minute, 15 seconds. And it left the Raiders with just 28 seconds. And on the first play following the touchdown, Derek Carr was picked off, sealing the loss. You know, everything that the Raiders went through this week, I mean, so many defensive players on the COVID-19 list, the Chiefs coming off a bye week. I thought the Raiders showed a lot of moxie tonight and proved they can hang with Kansas City. I know moral victories don't mean much, and they don't mean much to the fans or to this team or to head coach John Gruden, but I thought they played really, really well and took the defending champs right down to the wire. Here's Coach following the tough loss. John, you guys went through a lot this week again. Um, but you, you, know, you take the Super Bowl champions out of the final seconds. Do you feel like you're closing some margins uh, between yourself and the rest of the elite teams in the NFL? I don't know. This is, uh, this, you know, it's hard to swallow right now. I don't, uh, I don't have anything to say about that. I, I don't know where we rank, but we're giving great effort. We've got to get some people back out on the field playing. Hopefully we can. We've got uh, six or seven more weeks guaranteed to us that we can hopefully uh, take advantage of. I gave John Gruden and his coaching staff a lot of credit for having this team ready to play and nearly pulling out the victory. I know a lot of people on social media are piling on defensive coordinator Paul Gunther and the defense for failing to come up with a stop at the end of the game. But honestly, give me a break. I mean, the team had 10 defensive players on the COVID-19 list this week. They didn't practice. 
No Cleveland Farrell. No LaMarcus Joyner. No Corey Littleton. I mean, how do you put a game plan in without most of your starting defense on the sideline for the entire week? I understand people are emotional after a loss, especially to the Chiefs. And of all people, Travis Kelsey catching the game-winning touchdown. Before this game, I don't think a lot of people outside of the Raiders' locker room gave him much of a chance. I mean, everyone on the NBC pregame show predicted the Chiefs, and the way they said it, it was like all the Chiefs had to do was show up. I know the Raiders came up on the short end, but I really feel this team is headed in the right direction. They're 6-4, and four, just like they were a year ago. And we know how last season went sideways. I don't have that same feeling. This is still a young but much improved team from last year. I even read a tweet quoting Travis Kelsey, who said, this is the best Raiders team he's seen since he's been in the league. All right, up next is the Atlanta Falcons, who were beaten handily by the New Orleans Saints down in the Big Easy. Raiders are currently installed as one-point favorites. Week 12, it gets underway with three games on Thanksgiving. Nothing like turkey and football. And if you feel like wagering on one of the Thanksgiving games or feel like the Raiders will bounce back and pick up the win, then you should head to betonline.ag. Not only has NFL, but college football. And with the NBA just a month away from tipping off the regular season, this site is the place to be. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. All right, time to hand out some grades, and we'll begin with the offense. And I think Raiders quarterback Derek Carr was outstanding tonight. I mean, no other way to put it. He entered tonight's game not having thrown for more than 200 yards in three straight games. But he sliced up that Kansas City secondary. He completed his first 11 passes and finished 23 for 31 for 275 yards and three touchdown passes. He did have the one pick at the end of the game when the Raiders were in desperation mode. And look at his stats would have been much more impressive, but he was victimized by three drop passes, two from fullback Alec Ingold and one from wide receiver Nelson Aguilar. And I thought one of the bigger plays in this game was the drop by Aguilar. The Raiders had just forced the Chiefs three and out, and they got the ball back. Carr faced a third and four, and he threw deep to Aguilar, who was open down the sideline, but he couldn't haul it in, and the Raiders were forced to punt. I mean, I know it would have been a tough catch, but had he made it, Silver and Black could have seized control of this game. You know, the way Carr has command of this offense, it, it, it's remarkable to me. I mean, he's an extension right now of head coach John Gruden on the field. He really is. I mean, just throw off the stats for a moment. And the way he audibilizes, getting the Raiders into the right play call. The leadership he shows, taking the Raiders down the field in the fourth quarter, trailing by four. He comes up with the big throw to tight end Jason Witten in the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown. I mean, it just showed remarkable poise. 
Derek's come a long way since Gruden took over this team three years ago. And when he stepped to the podium to meet the press after the game, I mean, you could just see the frustration and the disappointment on his face following this heartbreaking loss. Here's what Derek had to say. It was, uh, it was a good game. You know, I'm sure everyone at home enjoyed watching it. Two, two good football teams in the division rivals. Um, it, uh, you know, we scored late, obviously. Two-minute drive to take the lead. And then uh, you're really excited, obviously. They go down. Uh, they're a good offense, too. They go down the field, they score. And then it, just the wave, the range of emotion. You try your best to stay even kill. You try your best not to get frustrated. Um, but then, you know, you got to go out there and try and try and get a chunk play, try to throw Nelly a jump ball. And it just last situation kind of thing. But it sucks that, uh, that it came down to something like that, man. I want you to keep this in mind as well, Raider Nation. Brandon Parker got the start at right tackle. No Trent Brown. No Sam Young. It was the Raiders' seventh different starting lineup for the offensive line. The projected O-line coming into this season has played together a total of three snaps. Derek Carr is getting this done with a makeshift offensive line. Tight end Darren Waller continued his outstanding season. He had a team-high seven receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. Nelson Aguilar also had 88 receiving yards on six receptions and a touchdown as well. You know, after that first drive, I thought the Chiefs did a nice job of containing the Raiders' run game. Silver and Black finished with less than 90 yards rushing as a team, and Josh Jacobs was held to just 55 yards on 17 carries. His longest run of the game was 13 yards on the first series of the game. And coming into this one, Kansas City's Achilles heel was supposed to be they couldn't stop the run. They were ranked 29th, giving up more than 138 yards a game. But you would have never guessed it based on their performance tonight. If you look at Carr's brilliant performance and the running game not quite up to standard, I'll give the offense a B grade. Okay, let's go over to the defensive side of the ball now. And as I said earlier, I'm not piling on the Raiders defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther, or the effort the Raiders defense played with. I'm just not. I mean, the Chiefs offense is one of the best in the league. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Kansas City coming off a bye week. And most of the Raiders starting defense didn't practice this week because they were on the COVID-19 list. If you combine all three of those things, the Raiders had no business being in this game, let alone holding the lead with a minute 43 left. I understand the defense couldn't get it done like they did against the Chargers. But give the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes credit. They made the plays when they had to. Here's Raiders coach John Gruden describing the Chiefs' game-winning touchdown. We didn't have a rush. We had a stunt, and they wanted to stunt up, and then Mahomes bought some time, and... He got us on a second reaction play, he and, uh, he and Kelsey. It was a combination of uh, him buying time and our stunt not getting home. By the way, I think it was Gruden's shortest press conference ever. He spoke for just over two minutes. I mean, usually he sticks around for at least 10. You know, I just think it reflects how tough this loss was for him and this team. 
You know, the Raiders' defense did come up with several stops throughout the game, including two right at the end of the first half. Trayvon Mullen's interception in the red zone in the closing seconds of the first half preserved the three-point lead. It's the second straight week they pulled it off. You know, and, and I look at it this way. It was a monster game from the best quarterback in the league, and it came down to the wire. You know, I don't think most quarterbacks could make the plays or the throws that Mahomes does. He finished 34 of 45 for 348 yards and a pair of touchdowns. You know, unlike the first meeting, the Raiders weren't able to make Mahomes uncomfortable in the pocket. And when he did scramble, I mean, he just makes some unbelievable throws. In the first meeting, the Raiders sacked Mahomes three times. They didn't sack him once this time around. Kelsey was his usual thorn in the side of the Raiders, finishing with eight catches for 127 yards and a touchdown. Now, I thought the one area the defense was a little disappointing in, and the Raiders never seemed to adjust, was that toss sweep with one of the Kansas City Chief running backs. Felt like they were picking up big chunks every time they ran that play. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire led KC in rushing with 69 yards. Jonathan Abram led the Raiders with 10 tackles, and Nick Kwiatkowski added nine more. Overall, I'll give the Raiders a C-. Finally, the special teams. Kicker Daniel Carlson nailed his only field goal attempt, a 35-yarder, and was perfect on extra points. Hunter A.J. Cole, he wasn't very busy with just two punts, including one inside the 20-yard line. Hunter Renfro had a couple of punt returns for 11 yards. I'll give the special teams an A. Well, this was a tough one to swallow, Raider Nation. And I really thought the Raiders were going to somehow, some way, pull this one out. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. Now they're going to have to regroup and get ready for the Atlanta Falcons. I'll have a preview of that one coming up later this week. All right, Raider Nation, that's going to do it for this edition of the Believe in Raiders podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Dennis Ackerman. Thanks so much for listening, and may all your punts find the coffin court. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.